Get Jolted into electrifying health and well-being with The Jolt Files. A spark of inspiration that will ignite your body and mind and shock you out of the same old routine. This is The Jolt Files with your host, Katherine Berry. Hello, my name's Catherine Berry from Acupuncture Professional, and I'm here with Matthew Bauer, President of the Acupuncture Now Foundation. We're here to talk about all things acupuncture, and today we're focusing on what's known as the five elements. In previous episodes, we've talked about yin and yang and the interconnected balance of the two forces, and qi, the vital life force that flows in the acupuncture meridians. So today we're looking at another theoretical foundation for the understanding of the body and how it works. So Matthew, could you tell us a little bit more about the five-element theory and how it evolved in Chinese medicine? The five-element theory is another example of the dynamics of the yin and yang forces of nature. And by far, to my mind, the best example that we're very familiar with in in modern culture is the four seasons. You know, we divide a year into four seasons, but there really is nothing objective. There really isn't four seasons. We just, that's a system that we made up. thousands of years ago to help us understand the workings of nature and especially in this case to help us understand the patterns of weather changes because in most places on earth the the weather does go through a repeating pattern where we have longer uh, days and shorter nights that then start to transition into longer nights and shorter days and then it goes back again and during that time we go through periods where the weather is relatively colder and then relatively warmer so all of those changes the dynamic between day and night is a yin yang dynamic and as it goes back and forth through the cycles of longer days shorter nights to uh shorter days longer nights as as we go through the weather changes, there is a pattern that emerges there, and that is the yin-yang dynamic. But what we did with the four seasons is we said, yes, there are shorter days and, and, and colder days, and then there are longer days and warmer days, but we took the, the shorter and, and colder days and we divided those into two. And then we took the longer, warmer days and we divided those into two. So we ended up with, for the shorter, colder days, we ended up with autumn and winter. Autumn is starting to get colder in shorter days, but winter is where it's really cold and the days are really short. And then that's the yin system. Then then it transitions into yang. It goes into spring, which is where the days are starting to get a bit longer and warmer, and then into summer where the days get really long and and much warmer. So that's taking the basic yin-yang dynamic and applying it to itself. 
I had said in an earlier talk about seesaws within seesaws. Well, this is taking yin and saying that yin has some yang to it. So there's kind of the young yin and then the mature yin. And then there's the young yang and the mature yang. Uh, and there you end up with four. That's that the four seasons itself is a exact example of yin-yang dynamics. But what was so brilliant about the Chinese was that they realized that as, as yin and yang transition, as, as winter turns into spring, it goes through a phase where it's not really yin or yang. And that is the fifth phase. In the, the ancient Chinese described these phases, they used the names of common elements, wood, fire, earth, metal, and water, to represent these yin-yang dynamics. I often tell people, let's not get too distracted with the, with the element names. Uh, I think the ancient Chinese actually used those terms because at the time, this was a, a couple plus thousand years ago, where they were learning how to work with those elements, like they were using metal and and water and fire uh, to make like, like new ores, you know, like to make bronze and things like this. So, so they knew a lot about the qualities of those uh, elements. Today, we don't understand the qualities of those elements so much because we don't work with them on a daily basis. So I, I actually like to use the, f the four seasons and then just remember there is this fifth season, which is between the two. That's why sometimes in Chinese system, they, they refer to it as Indian summer between autumn, you know, between summer and autumn season. But what it really means is this kind of neutral ground between yin and yang. So if you just think about the four seasons, spring has its own vibrancy, summer has its vibrancy, autumn has its own characteristic, its vibrancy, and winter does too. That's what we really are looking at about the dynamics of yin and yang, about these you know, four or five elements or four or five phases. The actual chi Chinese name is the five phases of energy evolution. And so how does this apply to health or to the human body? Well, just like the four seasons. I mean, what are we going through right now? Everybody is worried about global warming. What we're really worried about is that yang energy is getting too strong on the earth. So we're, that's like we're getting more, we're getting too much summer energy, too much strong yang energy. And that is going to create an imbalance, which all of life has gotten used to this dynamic between these yin and yang, these four seasonal type of dynamics. And if you get imbalanced, if you start to have too much of one and not enough of another, it throws the whole delicate balancing act off. So exact same thing happens in the body. That's why I like to say that, you know, with, with Chinese medicine and what we do with acupuncture and Chinese medicine, it's very similar to environmental sciences. We look at these balances of nature. So if, if a person is having their own little internal global warming, if they're having too much yang energy, it's going to cause a series of health problems, just like we're worried about the earth going through. So that's an interesting example of heat in the body. Could you give other examples of how these elemental forces might actually come about in a physical presentation to someone's health or how they feel in the day? 
Yeah, well, we can take that strong yang energy, like I'm saying, the summer uh, season, manifestation of summer season. And um, what what the ancient Chinese said was that those dynamics between those kind of seasonal energies, that not only happens throughout a year, uh, it, it happens even in a day. So the dawn, the early morning is like the spring energy. The, the afternoon is the summer energy. The evening is the autumn energy, and then the nighttime is the is the uh, winter energy. So, say somebody has too much yang energy, uh, like that, just like their own global warming. Um, that that person would probably run hot, would be somewhat uh, like maybe have a some degree of a fever. They might have a red face. Um, their respiration might be more rapid. Uh, they would maybe find that they you know have disturbance in their sleep uh, they might even have something like nosebleeds because of heat uh, in their body rushing up to their head they may have headaches they may have high blood pressure um, and all of those things may get somewhat ro- worse uh, in the summer or get somewhat worse in the afternoon because that's when the natural energy of their environment is leaning that way so um, we look for those patterns, and then we, in a patient like that, we would try to encourage more of the winter energy. Uh, we would try to use the counterbalancing. Uh, everything in, in Chinese medical system is about counterbalancing and imbalance. So if you have too much summer energy, we want to encourage more winter energy to, to balance that back. And so then what's an example of someone that has, say, too much winter energy or, or too much water energy in that same sort of concept? Well, t- too much winter energy, which is the water element, that would be someone to have somewhat uh, some pallor to their, you know, some kind of uh, not red, ruddy complexion, but the opposite of that. So they might have a kind of sallow complexion, a sort of no no robustness to their complexion they might end up with having uh, reproductive problems you know if they have an excess of that energy then for example that might manifest as having a overly strong sex drive for example um and the that energy water flows downward so things tend to be on a downward uh, slope they they might have trouble you know, finding energy to really accomplish m- many things. Like, say, for example, they sleep a lot but don't feel well rested. And then, how would you describe someone that was having too much, say, autumn energy? What would that be like? As a emotional, on the emotional side of it, uh, autumn time is is related to grief, and uh, so a, a person with that type of energy profile, you know, may may be tending towards a, a kind of grief depression state and uh in as far as the organ systems go that has a lot to do with the lung system so they may have you know respiratory problems and so matt what's become very clear is that there's a massive overlap between all of these different theories and systems and of course how this influences somebody's health so our take-home message for you today is contact your local acupuncturist for, to find out more 
We're going to be covering these topics in greater detail in the coming episodes, so stay tuned for another episode of The Jolt Files with Catherine Berry from Acupuncture Professional and Matthew Bauer, President of the Acupuncture Now Foundation. Thanks for listening to The Jolt Files, your electrifying source of healthy East meets West wisdom. Zap over to thejoltfiles.com for exclusive content and special offers. And join us on the next episode to get your spark for life recharged.